Good morning, Gasaholics. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and I'm back. That's right. It's morning gas time. Hot Rod Bob, you've got gas. The morning edition. Now, we tested just a little bit, made sure the sound was working. It appears to be doing that. And yesterday, sorry for the mishap. We had technical issues. Couldn't get the sound up. Glad you're coming back and watching today. Thank you or listening, depending on how you get your gas in the morning. All right, so I'm Hot Rod Bob. And I've run into a situation <clears throat> a few times. And a couple of them with my own car, where someone looks at it and goes, oh, they never made that. Well, yeah, they did. In the case of my car, well, it is a Plymouth. But in Canada, Canadians have some different vehicles. They rebadge the Plymouth as a Dodge. Now, my car has the Dodge trim on it. Not the Plymouth trim, in the back only. In the front it says Plymouth, in the back it says Dodge, it's a plodge. So it just confuses people. But there are people that will sit there and argue that it never existed, that Dodge never used the Plymouth body and this and that. And I've gotten that from a, quote, expert at the Grand National Roadster Show one day, one time. And um, I just said, check it out, read, here's the information, go for it, and then form your opinion. But... This happens even more so with Ford and Mercury guys. Because in Canada, the Fords and Mercuries look different from American versions. There's extra trim, there's extra chrome, there's even different models. Now, one of those models is the pickup truck. Now, everyone knows Ford made trucks. No question about it. But did you know that Mercury had a truck? Yeah. The Canadian version of the Ford F-Series was also available as an M-Series. M like in Mercury. And in 1947, Mercury started their line of trucks that lasted almost 20 years. Actually, 21 years. till 1968. Now, one of the guys that has run into the same situation as I have is a guy named Chris Koch out of Palm Coast, Florida. Now, he's an ex-Ford dealer. He's retired. He, he's a Ford guy. He is blue. He bleeds blue Ford. But he has this Mercury pickup truck. And you know what? It's cool looking. Now, his is a 1947 first gear of the F1 series. But it's not an F1 because it was a 1947 model. Mercury marketed it as an M47 in 1950, through 1949, actually. It was the same basic body style. Now, he's had people come up to him and say, oh, that's a fake Mercury. Yeah, right. Someone's going to spend the money. This isn't Dave Ken Dig and Ken Dig it. He's not going to spend the money to have a special badge made up that says Mercury and all this different trim on it. But that is the car that was highlighted this week on old cars, cars of the week. And it's kind of a cool-looking truck. Now, I've not posted the picture of his truck. I have a different one on the website, on my page. But you can see the big differences between an F1 and an M47. The M47 has a lot more trim. It's got a different grille. Same basic shapes and style, but it's different. It's got some fluting in it. The grille badge, well, there is none. But there is a badge above it that says Mercury, and it's big and bold. Kind of reminds me of something International would have used at the time. On the hood, there's a big Mercury logo that would dual, double as a, a belt buckle on some cowboy someplace, because it's huge. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. So let's go and take a look at 
what the Mercuries were back in those days and uh, see what happens here. Let's get this back here and we'll do this. Oh, why am I having some difficulties here? Okay. All right, so the 1947 Mercury pickup truck, same body. It's got Mercury hubcaps, too. They say Mercury on the side. Good morning, Pam. How are you doing this morning? Pamela Acosta Marquette is watching. And good morning to you. Going to get rid of the rid of the guys in, in Amber. Going to get rid of Steve and Amber over the weekend. They're going to be at the drag strip, right? All right. So let's go back here and see what we've got. The Mercury, well, why is this giving me a hard time? Because it can. All right. In 1946, Mercury of Canada, or Ford of Canada, and its Ford Lincoln Mercury divisions. Now, again, Lincoln Mercury divisions. you got to remember, at one point in time, Lincoln and Continental were separate divisions of Ford, not necessarily part of Mercury. Now, they had their own versions of what we got for cars. We got the Fairlane, we got the, the Custom, and we got this. But... In Canada, it was the Monarch and the Meteor. And those were Ford of Canada brands. Mercury was over there as well. It was a midsize, compete against the Pontiac. Well, not midsize. This was the same vehicle, basically. But it was to compete against the Pontiac and the Oldsmobiles. So Ford had the Mercury division up there. But Mercury wanted something a little bit more. They wanted trucks. They wanted to appeal to other people other than car people. They needed to broaden their marketplace and broaden their their cars that they were selling in trucks so well they didn't have trucks so they did talk Ford into letting them rebadge a Ford truck as a Mercury now from 1948 to 1968 the Mercury M series was basically an F series with additional trim there were no mechanical differences there were no major body differences it was simply the trim level that was on the vehicle. And the Mercury, as in all Mercury's at the time, were a higher level than the equivalent Ford. Now, for 61 and 66, Mercury trucks had a gear lightning bolt symbol on the horn button and different Mercury names and interiors. Now, in 67 and 68, the trucks used Ford interior trim only, but even the horn button, the dash cluster and bezel and knockoff plates. But it still said Mercury on the outside. And other than that, it was a Ford. Now, it had a, a little bit different grill. Now, they also had big trucks. Yeah, big trucks. Mercury wanted to get into the bigger truck or the full commercial truck line. And they had the M700 series, which patterned after the F700 series. So, again, a commercial truck, medium duty, uh, 19,000 to about 26,000 gross vehicle weight rating. They also had their version of the Econoline. Yes, the compact vans that Ford came out with in 1961 were also sold in Canada as a Mercury. And they had a big Mercury badge right in the center where it would have said Ford, but it was bigger and it had trim around the sides of it as well. But it was a Mercury and it was an Econoline. They called it the EM100. All right. In the U.S., they just call them the Econolines. Now, in 1965, because of tariff fees on vehicles crossing the borders, Mercury truck production was split between Oakville, Ontario plant and San Jose. This enabled the Oakville to ramp up production on the eastern coast of Canada for Ford trucks 
no Mercury trucks were ever sold in the United States by Mercury. Okay, now, when you think about that, Plymouth did have trucks, and they sold them here in the States. Pontiac had sedan deliveries, only sold in Canada. So, Canada and the U.S., although we're attached to the hip, or at the head, or, or wherever we are, uh, the cars and trucks were different, but the same at the same time, but differently at the different time, and you get the idea. Basically, a lot of differences between Canadian and American vehicles as far as naming and some trim pieces. Major body differences between the vehicles? No. But Ford, Mercury, they had their separate lines and had the same vehicles. It was badge engineering long before Chrysler and their K-cars did badge engineering. Yes, badge engineering where it's a K-car, but it could be a Dodge, it could be a Chrysler, it could be a Plymouth. Chevrolet's done the same thing. General Motors with the Nova. You could have gotten a, a 70s vintage Nova as a Pontiac and Oldsmobile, a Buick, or a Chevrolet. Badge engineering. That's where they changed the badge, changed some trim, and whoop, we got a new car. Mercury did the same thing with the pickup trucks, and the M-Series truck was born. Now, we'll go over some more of the Canadian vehicles later on in the week. Oh, wait a minute. This is Thursday. Oh, we're coming up on the end of the week. What are you doing at the end of the week? I know what I'm doing. Now, Irwindale Drag Strip has two races Saturday and Sunday in the heat of the day. That's right. You can shake and bake down in Irwindale Drag Strip because they're racing Saturday and Sunday. And I was going to be there. I'm not going to now. No, I'm not going out in that heat. I'm staying here on the coast where I live because there's plenty of things going on. Now, normally this time of year, this weekend specifically, the Primer Nationals, or the Ventura Nationals, as it's now called, takes place at the Ventura Fairgrounds. <gasps> it's not going to happen. I wonder why. Well, no question about it, but it's not going to happen. What they're going to do is on Sunday, they would normally have their reliability run, where people would take their hot rods and customs and such and go out and cruise for a couple of hours on a prescribed route through the hills and the valleys and the coast and everything else. But this time... They're going to do it tomorrow, Saturday. Ventura Nationals becomes a big reliability run. And check out their website. Check out their Facebook page. You can see where the starting point is. You can become part of it. And it's going to end up at the Murphy Museum in Oxnard, California. Phil Uffin's asking, do Burks do the same with the Ranger and the B2300? No, Phil, by then, Mercury was out of the truck business. So they did not have a truck in Canada after 1968. All right, so back to Saturday. Sam Browns is going to be at Irwindale Sunday for sure. It's going to be an interesting day. It's a points race for you, Sam. Summit Series returns to Irwindale Drag Strip. And when you consider the amount of races NHRA is doing on the big show, Irwindale is the place to be because NHRA just announced six final races of the season to end the season, and they're not going to end it in Pomona. First time in decades, California will not have the opening and the ending races of the year. So the Winter Nationals will not take place. Well, we don't know about the Winter Nationals, but the World Finals for NHRA will not take place in Pomona. Check the NHRA site for the location. The other thing that NHRA announced is no California hot rod reunion. 
This is the reunion that started the nostalgia craze for NHRA back 26, 27 years ago or more. I've been doing it for the last 25 years, and this will be the second one that I've missed, unfortunately, and it's really going to be tough. Phil Hoffman says, after six six after Indy ending in Vegas. Now, the reason they would end in Vegas or possibly end in Vegas is it also coincides with the SEMA show. <gasps> However, the SEMA show has been canceled as well. Welcome to COVID-19 car show season. Close your eyes. What do you see? Nothing. That's what we got. All right, so lots going on this weekend still. Come by the Murphy Museum on Saturday. See all the great cars, the customs, the hot rods and such from the Ventura Nationals. And Sunday, 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 Irwindale Drag Strip and Saturday. But also on Sunday, if you want to get out of the heat of the San Fernando Valley, you know, today it's supposed to get up to, let's see, let's see. We'll take a look at the, the weather forecast for the coastal communities. Oh, 73 degrees today. L.A., 100 plus today. Where am I going to be? Right here at the coast. I'm going to the Murphy Museum Saturday and Sunday. Sunday is Muscles and Mojo. It's a car cruise. Come on out. Plenty of parking for nostalgia cars. We'll hope to see you there. I wanted to go out to Irwindale, but guys, I'm not going to shake and bake in the sun there. So I'm going to miss it. Hi, Danny Santos, John Gomes, NHRA who? Yeah, I, I understand, John. I understand completely. All right, you guys, you have a great day. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas, the morning edition. And don't forget, you can see this on YouTube and listen to it on Anchor FM, Apple iTunes, and your favorite podcast stations. It's there. It's syndicated worldwide. Made the top 100 podcasts last week. All right, guys, you take care. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas, the morning edition. Thanks for being a gasaholic presented by Service Tech Equipment, Irwindale Drag Strip, Irwindale Speedway, Moon Eyes, and Valley Head Service. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you again tomorrow, give you an update on what's going on this weekend, and find out what you're doing too. You guys have a great day.